Good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yerchma Diana Gudaisi on success in Yerchma 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 Success of all Eretz Yisrael, success of the soldiers, success of the hostages coming home. And may we have merit world, please, please share and rate the podcast. April, t- April 8th and 9th, we're going to be in LA. Two day events, April, uh, February 27th, 28th, we're going to be Mexico City. Okay, today's class. Today's class, we're going to talk about uh, a little more about uh, the book Aleph Bet, and we're going to talk about a very, very strong line that I'm really, really connected to um, from Rav Cook again. I'm going very, very deep in, into Rav, Rav Cook's teachings. And he's going to talk about something really, really important. First, before we get to his teachings, just a little, a little bit of what Rav Nachman says about the concept of love, the importance of love. He says, one's love for God protects his soul from misfortunes. So it's extremely important. The more you love God, that's what we have, you know, we're supposed to love God. And obviously, if we don't love ourselves, we can never love God. So that's, that's, that's the toughest part today. You know, if you don't love yourself, how could you love God? You know, as, as a Pesach says, God is known by your, your gates, your sharim. Your, your perspective of God is known by your perspective. So to the extent that we open up our perspective, we, we kill the ego, we open up perspective, we, we start seeing more love, and etc. He says, one's love for God protects his soul from misfortune. So think about this concept. This is just, you know, hallelujah, I love you, God. Get into that little get, get loose mindset. Even though it sounds, you know, you sound crazy to say that in the synagogue, but that's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, you know, it, He's saying achieving, achieving love for God requires that you first repent for your sins. It's extremely important that we, we first repent and then we come to love. Why? Because when we, don't, when we sin, it, it always leaves a residue, like we said before. And that residue, unfortunately, gets you confused. And that confusion leads you to stupid ideas, practically. So that's why it's extremely important that we always do constant confession it's because the sins are what's making you become in, insensitive, lack of spiritual. It's not the, the God, it's, it's the sins. So that's what we have to first take care of the sins. Then we can come to, wow, what was I thinking about? You know, when, for example, the person all of a sudden, you know, when he starts changing his diet and, he, and he'll look at himself, what in the world was I eating? You know, but before he was eating those things, he didn't even know what, you know, he didn't even know what, what, what health looked like. So the same thing practically in our lives. It's extremely important that spirituality, you have to go into the inventory closet. Like we said, this is a week of mishpatim, this is a week where we have to do a lot of counting. Listen to this. He says, everybody's love for a person, everybody loves a person who's completely given over to praying for the Jewish people. You want people to love you, you want the whole world to love you, pray for the Jewish people. Especially do things for the Jewish people. Today, obviously, we're in a tremendous, tremendous situation. And you have to get, you have to put some time in for the Jewish people just to pray for them, specifically now. And in and, and this morning, you know, in, in Miami, 53 degrees is like 20 degrees in New York. You know, it was, it was cold this morning. It was cold, you know, who wants to get up out of bed? Who wants to get up? Who wants to do his bodhidut in the cold? Who wants to do this in the cold? But you have to think, there's, there's a soldier right now that's freezing and it's protecting you. So when I was thinking about that, I got up from the bed really quick really quick i'm like there's a soldier right now who does not have a uh, 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 who's who's defending us right now against hamas and he's freezing right now and you can't get out of your bed at, at 53 degrees 
get your butt out of bed. And that gave me a little bit of a zilt this morning. So just put your perspective means, hello, you're, you're in New York, you're cold, you're not there, you're not fighting Hamas right now. So perspective means, do, do at least do your part. Our part has to be praying for Kal Yisrael. We have to pray for Kal Yisrael today. Because remember, we, don't, we win our wars by our voice. The call of Yaakov. We win our voice by our voice. That means the more we pray, God, we, God, God could get rid of our enemies with very minimal efforts. But when we rely on our own hands, we get squashed in life. You, you understand the problem? When we rely on, on your own hands, you get nothing. But when you rely on the voice, then we give God strength, and then God does the war. God does the war for us. Love brings encouragement. When you love somebody, that's the best way of bringing encouragement to them. You have, you have people in your life that don't have encouragement? It's because there's a lack of love. And we're gonna, this is what we're going to really, really talk about of Cook. Encouraging somebody in the service of God will bring him to love you. So again, encouragement. Not slaughtering, not you're not good enough, not this. Encouraging him. Getting him, getting the essence out of him. Rabbi Nachman says, God is present wherever pacts and agreements are made. Whenever there's peace, that's when there's God there. So what does Rav Cook says? He says something incredible. He says, love needs to be overflowing in one's heart constantly towards everything. Your whole, remember, we are, we are either uh, affecting people or infecting people, <laughs> right? You're either affecting people the right way. Affecting people means you... you, you you're, 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 you're kind to them, you're, you're bringing light into them, light and love, or you're infecting them, you're judging them, except opposite. Religion is often accused of creating judgmental feeling towards people. And unfortunately, there's a lot of truth to this accusation. You know, most of the people who were, who were against Rav Cook were the, were the religious people, unfortunately. But he, 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 he kept on saying to him, he says, why are you fighting with me? You just don't understand me. They didn't understand him. Because at the end of the day, if we go, the religious go right way, and the secular go the other way. What is that doing for anybody? This is exactly what we have. The same mess over and over again. Somebody has to go and bridge the, bridge the gap. And that's what he did. He bridged the gap. He was able to bridge the gap. Rabbi Nachman also spoke to very, a lot of secular people, brought a lot of people closer together. Religious, not religious. Somebody has to bring the gap. Why? Because people are going to say, why are you not following the laws of God? Why are you not eating? Why are you dressing this way? Why are you behaving like this? Rav Kook didn't accept this judgmental form of religion. Rav Kook tried to help his students recognize, listen to this, Rav Kook tried to help his students to recognize that the stronger one's faith in God, the stronger one's love for the people should be. That means if you are, if your faith in God and your love in God is good, then all you want, want to do is run after people and make them better not criticize them. You understand? He did it in a completely different way today. Rav Kook tried to help his students to recognize that one's faith in God will lead to that strength and love of people. Faith and love. Listen to this. Faith and love are always connected and they exist inside his soul in a perfect way. That means the only thing you should really be asking for is faith and love. Because at the end of the day, if you think about it practically, when do people have low self-esteem? That's practically when they lose faith in themselves and then they start hating themselves. The rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. You lose faith in yourself, you stop loving yourself, here comes anything else, self-destructive behaviors. The same thing with when, you, when you don't have faith in people, you stop loving them. Hatred, baseless hatred comes. Baseless hatred comes. 
So you, the, these two things, they seem so simple, but they are the essence of everything. Look at your relationships, right? If, if, you, if, if you have faith in the relationship, there's love in the relationship. If there's no faith in the relationship, what's that? Unwanted hatred, etc. What is he saying here? He says, faith and love are always connected inside a perfect. The perfect light of one's side awakens the second side. For love is not dependent upon two people sharing a romantic group, but is a spiritual trait that they are, are connected to oneness. And this is why the, you know, Chabad is very, love your fellow as much as yours. And also, breast love is, 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 is finding the, the, the good and finding the godliness in him. So both of these sectors are trying to get us, to program us, to find this. And he says, sometimes there are obstacles and contradictions that hold love due to the nature of the words of Torah, but love needs to be purified and elevated. So again, you can have differences. You don't have to be on the same page. You see, today, you don't have to be on the same page in life with, the, with every person, but you have to be in the same book. You don't have to be in the same page as your wife. Uh, and very rarely is anybody in the same page as their spouses or their, or, but you have to be on the same book. <laughs> and that's the problem. Today, oh, you're not on the page I'm on. I'm better than you. You're better than me. You're not as good as me. I'm good as you. Judgment, etc. That's, and that, that's what brings all of this negativity in, into the world. And the same thing again in Israel. You, you have to cry out. You have to cry out to what's going on. It, it, it feels like, you know, October 7th feels like, uh, it feels like February 7th right now. You know, the, the heaviness is in the air. But what are we, have we gotten better? Have we really gotten more love with each other? That is really, the, that's a, really the question. And this is why we are commanded. If you, if you look at the word, we always scream out, V'taher libeinu. Taher libeinu. Every single time you pray, purify my heart. Because if my heart, where's my, where are the two things in my heart? The two things in my heart is love and faith. Is it connected to the heart? Love and faith is connected to the heart. They're both connected to the heart. And that's why in breast of circles, Rabbi Nachman Folk tells us, you have to do two things. Every day, non-negotiable. You must learn halacha, and you must do his bodhidut. Because those two things purify your heart. Halacha purifies the heart. Why? Because it, it takes the good from the bad. When you learn halacha, it purifies the good from the heart. And his bodhidut purifies the heart. So those are the two things, those are the two dosages like today would be, you know, Prozac and Ativan, you know, for anxiety and depression. These are the two anti-anxiety and depression that we have to do every day. And when you don't learn halacha and you don't do his bodhidut, you start feeling a heavy heart. And the heavy heart starts getting a foreskin on the heart. And then the foreskin becomes a klipa, and then becomes the opposite. But that's why we are, the remember is non-negotiable. Non-negotiable is these two things. Because the, the, if your heart is in the wrong direction, Everything is the wrong direction. So even if you're religious, you're not religious, you're holding, you're not holding, learn halacha because it purifies. Why halacha? Because your word halacha means, halacha means law, but also the word cholek means divided. When my heart is divided is when I'm not all in my, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. So when I don't know what to do, I end up doing stupid things. But when I know what to do, I know what to do. <laughs> it's only the, 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 the ruach shtut, or what we call the spirit of folly, that causes us to do stupid things. Like it says, Gemara says, a person does not sin unless he has a spirit of Ruach Shtut. Ruach Shtut means a spirit, a spirit that came over you, a wind. A wind that came over you made you do something stupid. But if you were grounded, you know, if you were grounded, the wind wouldn't take you. So that's the whole point is you have to be grounded. 
to be grounded in exactly what, where you need to go and what you need to do. And those two things, learning halacha and learning and, and doing his bodidut, can both purify your heart and ground you so that at least your, your, your heart is in the right place. And what he's saying here is when, you don't, when we don't have love, when we don't have love and faith in the world, that's when we lose all, everything. Everything becomes, everything becomes, there's nothing left. And that's an area where you have to strengthen yourself. And I've said this many times, where sometimes, again, we have to use a combination of the intellect and the soul. So when, the, when you are, when you feel like you can't do something, right? When your intellect is stopped, that's when you, you need to use your strong emotions to, get, to drive you, right? Let's say I, my intellect, I'm cold in the morning, I'm this. You need to use your emotions. You need to arouse your emotions to get you going. But when your emotions are doing the damage, you need to use your intellect to ground you. Such as Shalom Bayit arguments, right? Everybody emotionally, we look, everybody's at the, look, as soon as there's a Shalom Bayit argument, everybody looks at the exit sign. You know? Where's the exit sign? No, it's just a fight. Use your intellect. That means it's just an argument. Or in business, sometimes, you know, I can't take this business anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Use your intellect. It's just a bad day. It's just a bad hour. So that's really great, those two things. I've been using them. It means when, when your emotions are off, pause the emotion, plug into the intellect, calm down. But when your mind is cold, when, you're not, when you don't feel like doing anything, then you need to arouse emotion. That's the purpose of these two. You understand? In the gym, you need to arouse emotion. You understand? At home, you need to arouse intellect over emotion. So they both are good. Right, they said the best two things that people have problems with their... They said the best two things. Open, close your mouth and open up your pockets. That's a shalom bite. That's a shalom bite uh, in this generation. Close your mouth, open up your pockets. But the bottom line is you need to, you, we need to use these two. Today, we're using them the opposite. Think about this concept. The intellect is, is, is you're using your intellect to, to, to not do things, <laughs> to make excuses when you should be using your emotions. <laughs> the opposite. So think about that concept in your life. And then that's, I've, you, I've heard this line the other day, and it really, really, it really, really changed it. Okay, turn one on, turn one off. It's always one that's, that's you're always cold when you need to be warm. And you're always warm when you need to be cold. That's what I've, I've seen in my life. It's always, whenever there's a problem, it's because one of these two things are really, really imbalanced. <clears throat> so we could always turn, you know, like, you know, David Hawkins, what's not David Hawkins, David Goggins. You know, he's, he's a practical example of, you know, you know when, you, when you feel like you, you know, you're done, you have 40% more in the tank. So we always have more in the tank. It's just the, the perceived concept. So again, back, back to this concept of, of, of connecting the heart the, the right way, really, really aligns with Sarah, is really, and how do you love somebody who's very difficult, is you have to love the person's divine image, despite the person's flaws. And again, if we do this, if you start loving yourself, then automatically you will love your neighbor. And then his na- this neighbor will love somebody else. 
and then that will call a that will cause a complete momentous hava for everybody. And this is why before you even get to prayer, listen to this concept. Before you even start praying, the first thing we say, Before I even start praying, I have to make sure I'm in love with everybody in the synagogue because that could affect the prayer. If there's fighting in the synagogue, if there's hate between each other, right, then that could stop the prayer. Reb Nachman says there's three things that could, that, that could make a prayer be perfect. Number one is faith. Number, number two is not, not, sp- not spilling seed, God forbid, not keep, keeping the Brit. And the third one is not throwing away blood, not despising blood, not throwing away blood. That means not thinking you're better than other, other people. This is why the Chazan, the Chazan's job is to always focus on the good points in the congregation and bring those points together in the congregation. So it's extremely important that you, should, you have to put, pray in a, in, a, in a place where there's, there's love between the people because that causes a tremendous effect, obviously, heaven. Because if there's two, if there's a lot of people fighting, then the, 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 whole, the whole point doesn't go, go through. Because you don't, you're, not, you're missing the whole point of the whole, you're too much into the religion and lack of faith. You're into the religion, but not into the faith concept. And that causes judgment, that causes, uh, you know, some people will tell you, hey, I walked in here, everybody's judging me, I felt, I felt, look, it's, that's not, that means you're too connected to that concept. You need to be connected to more faith. Of course, we need to have the halachot. We need to follow the commandments. We need to follow everything. But it shouldn't be, I'm better than you because I do this and that. And I don't look down at you. That, that's the worst thing. But that's where we have to really think. Think about this, this concept of, of faith and love. Think about this bringing it into your love. More faith and more love. And he says here, all spiritual light that illuminates the world comes through faith and love. And faith and love are the essence of life, both in this world and the next world. When we hold back the light of faith and love, nothing else remains in life. I mean, if, the, basically, if you, have, if you lack faith and love in your life, you have nothing. You could have $10 billion, but you have zero. <laughs> you have zero. All you're worrying about is how you're gonna, when you're going to lose it, or how to, how to not lose it, etc. And when there's lack of love, you feel like everybody's trying to grab your money, and you stay by yourself with all the money, you understand? So that, that doesn't, you think that's, oh, look, I have all this money. Who cares if you have all this money? But you have lack of faith and love. You're always either fighting with everybody or you're afraid to lose it. So tell me that's really rich. That's not rich. That's really poor. It's poor. It's a poverty. It's, it's a poor, poverty, poverty mindset. Versus being able to, to give to others and being able to, to make people better. That's the that's difference. That's, you know, I think Tony Robbins says it best. He says, when you plateau... Plateauing without purpose, without um, if it doesn't have purpose to it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, people plateau and they're depressed because there's oh, again, it's a lack of either everybody's trying to get it from me or I'm going to you know lose it. And he's saying here the world's present culture. Listen to this line, and you. Th- and, and this line was written in um, I think 1940, which is. Like, I can't, it's like, a, it's like a prophecy. The world's present culture is built on atheism and hatred. That's in that time. See, wow. Nothing changes. Nothing, nothing changes. It's just different people, different characters. These two values deny the essence of life, and the only way to overcome the sickness is through revealing all the treasures of faith and love. That's what we need today. Call Israel, the Jewish people must focus on 
Torah that produces faith and love. That means Torah should be something that the nation should say, where do I sign up? This light is incredible. Not, ugh, judgmental, I'm better than you, etc. So we have to really, really recognize, and that's what Rabbi Rush says, if you give a guy, if, you, if a kid has faith, you give him an iPhone, you'll still keep him. But if a kid has Torah, you give him an iPhone, you lost him. <laughs> you lost him. So without faith, basically, you lose everybody. Because you, you imagine a guy's learning Torah and something bad happens. Well, I learned Torah, look what happened. I'm out. Why would God cause this to happen? He has no understanding of the concept of darkness and light. He has no understanding of the tzimtzum. He has no understanding of a test. He has no understanding of any of these things. Without, without faith, teaching people faith today, they have no understanding of anything. So they'll call, they'll call light bad. They'll call, they don't know what to call it. They have no perspective of what, what ups and downs is in life, etc. They have zero, zero perspective of that. And that will cause them to unfortunately remove themselves from any kind of, any kind of spirituality or anything. God forbid, it's, it's, a bad, it's a bad case of food poisoning. I can't tell you how many cases that I know. Hi, what happened to you? Oh, this happened, well, this happened, this incident happened. It's like, do you, you stop eating because you have a bad case of food poisoning? I've had food poisoning 10 times. I still eat, right? So yes, we've had bad cases of, of religious food poisoning, okay? Bad cases of people judged you, etc. But that doesn't mean that represents everybody. That means that's the way that person is. And this is where Rab Nachman is. It comes into the world and, and lifts us up. And there's no. And if you come to if you come to, to Uman and you see the the people there, there's religious. Nobody cares. Nobody cares who you are. Everybody's there for one purpose, light and love. And that's this is exactly very similar to the light of Rab Nachman. Love it. Love and faith. Faith is the main thing, and love is when you have love is you're looking at the godliness in the person. You don't see the other stuff. The fact that we're seeing so much of the other stuff is because we have a problem ourselves in that stuff. The fact that you see so much ugliness in your spouse or so much ugliness in other people is because you have not purified your heart and you're causing him to hatred and you're causing that hatred. And this is exactly what it, it, it causes the religious and the non-religious, etc. There's too much. They're just, they're not, they don't, they're missing faith and love. We have faith and love, we're done. We conquer everybody. We're unstoppable. But when we don't have it, what do you have? You have, unfortunately, you have, the, you have atheism and you have hatred. And these words are very strong, and they were written a long time ago. But it looks like it's, it's like history continues to pray itself. We have not gotten these messages, apparently. So what, what can you do practically to fight this war? You could create your faith in loving yourself. Because when you make yourself better, you make other people better. And they will make other people better. And they will make other people better. So instead of fighting just the enemy, let's, let's, you know, sometimes in life, there's a great concept. Instead of fighting the bad, increase the good. That means I don't, I don't necessarily, let's say I have an addiction to a problem, right? And I can't overcome that addiction. What should, there's a good advice that a person should strengthen himself in other areas of his life. Okay, you know what? Yes, I do have this addiction. But I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to start doing this. Yes, I still have the addiction, no problem. But eventually, if I get strong enough in other areas of my life, that, that strength in other areas of my life will be able to conquer this thing. Versus this problem, I can't do anything else because of this problem. It's the wrong way of thinking. 
That means sometimes in life you have to get stronger in other areas of your life. You know, sometimes they tell you, yeah, you have, I've had many injuries in my life. But this, what do they tell you? Strengthen other areas of your body. Strengthen this area. Strengthen that area. And eventually, it won't hurt you as much. And then, you won't feel it. Versus, oh, you can't do this? Don't work out. Don't do this. You know, don't do this. No. Opposite. Strengthen the other areas of your life. Versus just saying, this is the problem. This is the problem, I can't do nothing. No, strengthen other areas of your life. That should help us all. We should all merit to have the light of faith and love in our lives. Have a great day.